You know how like you get a girly drink at the bar and you're like, I don't give a shit. This is fucking tasty as hell. Vodka cran? Yeah. Uh, why not? Right. I am a tasty bitch, and I'm gonna have a, a tasty bit. drink. Okay. Um, drink margarita like a day. margarita. Yeah. <laughs> Mango margarita, please. Double. Oh my Sex god. On the beach. Fuzzy navel. I would like. <laughs> Might as well get some. Popping my peas. Pickle Piper. Yeah, pickled pepper. Piper. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickling peppers. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickling peppers. How many pickles did Peter Piper Okay, well, we'll get we'll get started right away. Uh, welcome, fellas. Uh, I'm joined by Anthony Damari. We'll go by Tony. Sure. Tony Damari. Perfect. I'll and Jeff it. Bullock. How's, How's it going? going? Thanks for having us. All right. So, guys, I start this out. Same way all the time. Before I ask you how you are, I'm just going to ask you how your week was. It's pretty good. It's been busy. Been very busy. Yeah. From what I heard, you had a meeting just before you came here. I did. Yeah. A couple uh, potential crew members, one no show, but uh, another meeting tomorrow. Jeez. So just on the fly. Busy dude. So, Jeff, you're putting together a a film, a feature film. I am. Uh, All I know about it is the title. It's by default. That's all I know. So, like, I have so many questions. Okay. What is it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> to start. Uh, well, it's a, it's a semi-biopic movie about addiction and struggles with addiction. Uh, just how easy it is for people to fall to addiction and just life struggles and how easy it is to kind of fall into a pit and not be able to pull yourself out. That's, that's and it's shit. N- not always a, a happy ending. So. I read the script. It is heavy shit. <laughs> it's heavy shit. Like, well, right, like right from the onset, too. Like the first page. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Okay, here we go. Well, uh, yeah, Jeff, good. it's like it's your brainchild, but Tony, you're, you've got a part in it, too, now. You're, I do have uh, a part. I do have a part. I you kind of give us a little rundown on what that's all about? Well, without revealing too much, because, uh, you know, can't do that. Um, my character is like... He's a very interesting guy. Yeah. Uh, how do I describe him? Oh, he's Ruben. crazy. He's, he's crazy. He's off the fucking charts. Um, but he's got like this worldly kind of thing that he, he understands things. But at the same time, there's this physicality to the character that I, I feel I have to bring to it. Yeah. Um, and you have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, is a very physical, very physically aware, very powerful character, but also very dangerous I feel like at, at the drop of a dime can do a one just 180 and just kind of lose his mind right but also very loyal at the same time there's multiple layers yeah. to the character so I really look forward to jumping in 100% oh, yeah cool. so you guys start you guys are starting pretty soon from what I understand it's a couple weeks away or a few yeah, weeks yeah, away yeah a few rather? weeks away table read next week table read next week oh, uh, okay. we're, we're inching closer uh it's been it's been pretty crazy. I mean, for two people that have never made a movie before, yeah. never written a movie before, yeah. to try and do potentially like ten to fifteen people's jobs all just by themselves. So. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like usually you have whole like you have a team, swarms of people who work on this kind of stuff, and it's yeah. just it's a small group of you just kind of putting this together piece by piece, right? It's it's three people right now, and that's all it's been is me and Kesh uh, writing, and our cameraman Stefano. Oh, uh, we we hired him on, and he's been great level of insight on just kind of way to take the movie and mm. yeah it's really exciting but the more you get done the more you realize it has to get done so oh, yeah. it's it's eye-opening but it's a yeah. big big learning process what's the hardest what's the hardest part like um like facilitating like location or 
Yeah, I'd say just scheduling, just or yeah. trying to organize things. I mean, when you yeah. when you come from a position of being a performer, where all you have to worry about is just showing up on the day, mm-hmm. and, and like everything else is taken care of. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nowhere, and you're like, okay, now I gotta go scheduling. I gotta these people. Right. Yeah. But when you have to take the script and completely break it down into where it is, for how long, for whatever lines are in the dialogue, what needs to be in that space, who needs to be in the space, it's crazy. Right. So that's why that's one of the things I wanted to ask. Like, kind of the transition. You guys are your performers, your actors. Yeah. But uh, not well. Now you're filmmakers, but you weren't film filmmakers before. No, nope, not at all. I was kind of just. I was going to ask the difference. I was like, how do you like approach it differently? Because the actors obviously they have to be prepared for their work. They got to mm. show up on time. They got to know their lines. They got to have their character in mind. Blah 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 blah. But the filmmakers, they've got everything else to worry about. <laughs> yeah. It's like not even just like one little thing. It's like everything. So like, and I, I might know. add. Without like the without all the support of a massive production company, exactly too, right, right? right. You got yeah. a small operation going on. You're doing everything, yeah. So that's a whole. So everything layer. falls on you in yeah. the end. So it's not like you can like you got anything to fall back on. It's all you, right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's just it's a lot of a lot of talking to people. Um, right down to just when I started scheduling auditions, it was like, wow, okay, I got to find a place to do this. I got to find times. I got to put a post up. I got to get my breakdowns out there, and then I got to mm-hmm. start taking submissions and choosing people. And that was a whole other ball game because yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not experienced enough in my own life to really judge people on how yeah. good they've been. So it was mm-hmm. it was weird. Was that like a collaborative thing between you and Cash? Uh, he actually left that all up to me. Oh, okay, he had a few people in mind for certain roles that I was not going to say no for bringing them in. No, right. But for the most part, every audition went through through me, and it was it was my choice to bring in whoever I wanted. So that's cool. That's really cool, though. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of like almost a dream because like you feel like when, when you have like a major studio looming over you, you're like, oh, well, I kind of kind of keep everybody happy, not right. just myself, but mm-hmm. the people funding the project, the people who are working on the project, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So. I, I do think there were times where I, I would have liked it to have been out of my hands because the decision was a little tough or, yeah. you know, you, st- you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or anything when they did do such a good performance, but... Man, you got to be cutthroat, though. You do. Man. You do like, it. No, you like, do. you got to do it, man. You got to fuck somebody up once in a while. Oh, God. It's like the thing that I've been noticing more and more is, like, you just have to cut certain people out of your life or you just have to just make a decision and make it strong. Yeah. And that's, there's nothing, like, malevolent about that. There's nothing wrong about doing that, you know? It's uh, it's just a decision you have to make. And, it's business. And people, yeah, and people understand that, I think, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> well if it, I'm going to kind of inform this situation here as to why okay. we're kind of, we're almost whispering. We're like doing a, like a nice whisper because we're, we're in a library. library. Yeah. <laughs> we're literally in a library. It's a beautiful library. And like it's we're walled off, library. but like there's no ceiling. Yeah, there's no ceiling. <laughs> so like, there's these walls that'll keep it kind of quiet, but like if we start swearing and yelling, and there's people above us who can like just lean over and like, shut the fuck up, I'm trying to read a book up here. <laughs> um, so we do have to be kind of quiet. Okay, uh, okay. But yeah, I'm just going to give a shout out to the Vancouver Public Library because yeah, all I did was like show up today. I'm like, can I have a room, please? And they were like, yes, you can. I was like, library card? They're like, no, we don't even need it. I was hey, like, tell oh. your listeners about the, the process finding this room. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so I walk in, I walk in this morning and I ask the guy at the information desk, I'm like, hey, I just need to rent like a study room or like a quiet private room where I can talk. Uh, for three, four people. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, we got a couple. He's like, here's the availability. It was one at two o'clock. I'm like, perfect, I'll take that one. I want that one right there. He's like, okay, so we're on level two right now. You want to go up to level four and you want to go to the south side. Now, when you're going over there, you're going to cross a bridge. Now, make sure you cross the bridge. If you don't cross the bridge, you're going to get fucking lost. And I was like, okay, I got this. This is no problem. I'm like, this is easy. I got this. So I go up to the fourth floor. I'm carrying all this equipment, which is kind of heavy, and I'm not 
accustomed to physical labor because I'm a straight white male born in the upper middle class. Okay, so I don't work hard. He's fragile. <laughs> He's um, fragile. I am fragile. I am fragile. So like, I, I come up here, and you guys have seen it. We got a lot. Like, I led you astray when we, when I brought you up here, but like, I went the wrong. Well, I we went the right direction, the... but I didn't cross the right bridge. I crossed a little bridge, whereas I was supposed to cross a big bridge. And uh, yeah, fuck. We ended stuff. up in the plankton section. We ended up in the plankton, <laughs> like a section on plankton. Where it's like, like salmon farm, whale food. Uh, so you learn some stuff about books. You know, so this, it was the scenic route. But it, it just sucks when you can't read. When you're walking past all these books, you're like, oh, man, I wish I could read all this stuff. One day, I'm gonna try. <laughs> mm. um, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, like since we're, we're on the subject of film, and I wanted to ask you guys, I was reading this article on CBC yesterday. Sure. Uh, about people filming in the township of Langley. So, like, obviously Vancouver's a big... Vancouver's a big film industry city, and lots of people, they get filmed in the suburbs, they film out in the mountains, they film out all over the place. And there's people, they were filming a Christmas movie in this cul-de-sac in Langley somewhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like this really nice cul-de-sac, really nice houses. These people are well off by the looks of it. Mm -hmm. And they picked this cul-de-sac for this movie. They're paying the house that they're using $1,000 a day or whatever. They're paying everyone else like $500 a day just to spray fake snow and shit on their on their yards so it looks like Christmas. Six hundred dollars uh, five, six hundred dollars a day. Six hundred something yeah, something like that. A, a that day. sounds good. And uh, and this woman's complaining because she's like, uh, like there's limited parking and there's crews here for like five days this one week of the year and I was like, You're getting free money. <laughs> Apparently it brings into the township of Langley thirty million dollars a year, the wow. entire industry. Wow. I was kinda thinking I want to get your guys' thoughts on that because I'm obviously super biased. I'm like, lady, let them shoot the film because yeah. you have free money basically. Yeah. Um, but people there are like, oh, it's disrupting our lives, which is like, yeah, I mean, in a way. Yeah. If, my opinion, if you're getting $500 a day to park like a block away, yeah. shoot the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's free money. Like, they're paying your rent or your I mean, mortgage or whatever. I, I kind of see... I kind of see where some of these people may be coming from because you have to understand the lower mainland a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people in places like Langley or outside of Surrey, once you get past Surrey, it starts mm. to quiet off quite a bit, right? So you're going to have a lot of a lot of people who have moved into those areas because oh. they want that quiet, That's right? Fair. They want that kind of peace, peace of, of mind. If you're in Vancouver, you know what the madness of like traffic and all this yeah. stuff is here. You're right. ready for that. You know what's going on. If somebody's got a camera crew outside your house, you're like, okay, just another person I filming. Just another fucking movie. Right? But no, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you said, 500, 500 bucks for some fake snow that they're going to clean. Yeah. You know, if somebody's throwing cigarette butts in your front lawn, that's one yeah. thing. But like, crewmen oh, taking a dump on your... Uh, yeah, it's on your, different. They're oh, setting up like lunch crews on your lawn. Oh, man, you see some of these guys on set? Oh, man. I could see it. <laughs> yeah. So we're all on the same page. So fuck that lady in that yeah, CBC yeah, yeah, article. Yeah, let him shoot the movie. You'll yeah, be, you'll be fine. Let him shoot the goddamn movie. Uh... I asked Jeff how his week was. Tony, how was your week? Did you have my, any exciting going on? Yeah, my week was good. Um, I know Jeff did as well, but we both just signed with uh, a couple talent agencies. Yeah, congratulations. Both yeah, so that, was, that was like the highlight of my week. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was pretty uneventful. I was working, <laughs> you know, just like the... You're a sub, substitute teacher, aren't you? Uh, not quite. I'm a substitute special education person. Oh, okay. So cool. yeah, I All work right. with kids with like autism and... Fair and, enough, uh, yeah mental disabilities but also just kids with uh, you know learning disabilities yeah. uh, right so it's like fulfilling um, but that takes up a, lo- a large part of my week um, 
Yeah, so I was doing mostly that, but then I got that news that uh, I'm going to be represented. So that was great. That was like yeah. a nice, like you know, like a step ending. In the right yeah, 100. Yeah. percent Like moving forward, you know. That's yeah, good. That's Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I got to tell you guys about something that happened to me yesterday. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay, I was talking to this guy. Uh, I work as a waiter, serving tables. I'm nice. talking to this guy. He's just like this one. When one person comes in on their own, mm-hmm. like I almost feel like just talking to them, just because like you know they're there on oh, their own. Like, solo diner. I'm just going to talk to him. You yeah. know, like he's there on his own. Like I'm the one who's going to be talking to him. So I, I end up talking to this guy, and like he's just paid up for his food. And, like I'm standing there talking, and it's it's a Saturday night, so it's pretty busy, mm-hmm. and. uh like I'm actually I'm I'm stood there for like almost ten minutes like talking to this dude I'm I'm falling behind with all my other tables like I got a few other tables like a bunch of people around me asking for shit I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah how are you <laughs> yeah okay and like I don't mind talking to someone for a little while but sometimes it's typically old white people that'll like draw you in mm. and they'll just keep talking and they'll always find something to talk about and this guy like he kept talking and talking and talking and I was he's like yeah and the, the, you know the Seattle Seahawks he's wearing a hat oh. like the Seattle Seahawks and I was like I don't know anything about football he's like yeah well let me tell you something about football and it's like okay um, okay sure uh, and then finally like it was like the sixth tense moment that I had with my manager I like looked over like we locked eyes and he's oh, like yeah. he like did this subtle <laughs> nod and like he ran you back go. and he like grabbed some like because we serve fresh bread at our mm. restaurant and like he grabs a, a fresh bread board and he brings it out to me he's like hey uh, Tim one of your tables was asking for it can you take this over there I was like oh thanks man I'm sorry. sorry I gotta go man sorry like I just gotta go duty calls but it was like this moment of serendipity where we're like that's amazing we just connected and he's like I'm gonna help you bro I've been there before I got you that's amazing because we've all been trapped by someone at a table where we're like yeah it was nice talking to you for like the first five minutes but like now it's getting ridiculous yeah, yeah I've worked in the food industry as well in the service yeah. industry it happens man see I've, I found that uh, old ladies are, are they love talking that's like, that's like what happened with me on a few occasions yeah it's like the old lady yeah for conversationalist, sure conversationalist right but I'm like the kind of person if I get caught into a conversation sometimes I'll roll with it even though like I'm exactly. lying about something oh I you know, inadvertently totally yeah. so I worked at like this restaurant on Burnaby Mountain and um, I got caught in a lie uh, when the woman asked about the totem poles that were outside the restaurant, Uh-oh. I made up some obscene story about how <laughs> there were Japanese settlers like shortly after the Columbus arrival. In oh, no. and I was like 19. I don't know my history, right? Yeah. And I'm just lying about this random story to this like 75-year-old woman. And she's like nodding in agreement like, oh, that is fascinating. And I hear telling somebody like five minutes later about this story that I just lied about. But these Japanese totem poles. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny, man. I there don't know. Are, yeah, there are times when I'm like, I'm in an awkward conversation. I feel like I have nothing to contribute. I just mm. lie my ass off. <laughs> right. so much. And it doesn't make any sense, but you do it. Right? Well, it's because like I want to be a part of it, and I also don't want to just like stand there and just be a listener. Yeah. Sometimes you feel the need to participate, but like if I can't contribute anything worthwhile, I'm gonna make some shit up. <laughs> yeah. I should do. It. Are you a good liar? I'm actually really good at are it. You, are, yeah. you, are you Jeff? Uh, it depends on the, the subject matter. Sometimes oh. I'll be pretty quick on my feet. Okay. Yeah. But if it's okay. for something that catches me off guard, it's like, oh, okay, I'll just try and throw in like a, a penny here or there yeah. to, to keep me on track. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I find myself like, I'll lie about the most trivial stuff, like stuff that doesn't even matter. Um, before, like, uh, before we got in, like, we always have these amazing conversations before we actually start recording. And I feel like I'm trying to remember what we were talking about, Tony, in the coffee shop. Oh, this happens every time. Like we, uh, we'll invite people. On the the weight, we'll just kind of the weight minutes. of work and how busy we've been. And yeah, juggling. Well, yeah, we're just talking juggling about juggling stuff. things, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I guess oh, the, multitasking. Yeah, stuff. I guess yeah. a good like precedent to say, just like um, for the people listening, is like me and Jeff are both really new 
to this? You're relatively Very, new. Yeah. I'm relatively new. Like, mm. probably both like, yeah. within a year. Within a year, yeah. yeah. So, we're, like, kind of meandering through this, like, this new process where yeah. you have to learn everything, right? And you have to kind of learn the business and the ins and outs and and uh, who you have to talk to and what the process is for, like, headshots, for, yeah. you know, auditioning, for going out and submitting to agents, for, you know, trying to make connections with the proper people, getting proper training. And it can all be a little bit overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think, if I remember correctly, we were talking about uh, the difference between focusing on one specific thing, like acting, or if you're a multiple-talented kind of uh, approach to it where mm-hmm. you want to be a writer, uh, actor, filmmaker, like in the case of Jeff here, right? Um, how that can be really difficult, committing oh, yeah. to like multiple things and trying to juggle that. You know, and if you have like a like a part time job or something like that, mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. And it is difficult. Oh, big time! It is difficult, right? Uh, what, what's your experience with that? Like, well, I, I used to be very one track. Like, I would not, yeah. I wouldn't bite off more than I can chew, and I'd only put on my plate what I thought I could. Because when I first met you, I remember talking to you. And I was like, I was like, Yo, Jeff. I'm like, I could see it. I'm like, You got to direct something. That was like one of the first things that it I was, said to you yeah. outside of Vada, right? Uh-huh. At like the tail end of my cigarette, I looked like Bruce Willis. And uh, <laughs> you got to direct something, kid. I'm like, yeah, kid, got to direct something, <laughs> right? But then Jeff's like, yeah, yeah, You're like, yeah, no, I could, yeah, maybe, fuck, I don't know, but like, I really want to focus on this acting thing. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm like, well, you can do like fucking both, but like, I don't like, I've never directed anything. I've mm-hmm. never been in the process of directing something. I know I'd like to though. Oh yeah, right. But now you're doing multiple. And that's probably, yeah. like, really hard to juggle that. And especially with the writing process. Cause you, you wrote the thing with... in with Yeah, me, me and Cash. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you wrote the thing, and now you're directing, and you're acting. You're one of the characters in it, too. I am, yeah. Small, yeah. One of the smaller parts that I, I yeah. wrote for myself, yeah. So that sounds like... Like a so way too much stuff to do. Like I have a part time job. Yeah. Well, like I work like Same. 30, 35 hours a week. That's a and lot. A podcast, and that's it. I mean, thirty five hours <laughs> like, a week is you're, you're practically full time. Yeah. I mean, it's you're like, like five hours short. You're there almost, yeah. but it's like and the podcast. I'm like, my life is so stressful. <laughs> yeah. Except it's not really. Yeah. yeah. I make jokes. I'm like, I am the typical straight white male. Like we joke about it on the podcast because like we we always like invite straight white males on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like the straight like white cisgendered male podcast. Yeah, exactly. So it should be like the Wonder Bread Boys. What? Oh, oh my God! That is the third yeah. time someone's oh. made that joke. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to be like one of those reoccurring like that, cheesy that was, joke people. Joke, but though. like you know, I, this might have to be considered now. That's a good joke. You could even put it in like hey. brackets. Hey, I had a brown guy on the podcast last week. Oh, did you? he was sick, bro? Such a uh, Sikh dude. Was he the it. guy with the metal? Yeah, he loves yeah, metal. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, he's cool. got the whole turban, the beard, everything. And he's got like I got a video of him playing drums. He's really good. I'll, I'll play for you guys later. Jeff is a drummer. Yeah, so you were Indeed. also into metal. That's yep. what I wanted to talk about. Like yep. you're still a metalhead, obviously. I mean, it never it never leaves your blood. <laughs> um, but like, do you still play? Yeah, uh, recreationally. Um, our band played our last show in July 2016. Um, that was a wild ride of like six years with lots of shows, oh, wow. couple tours. Um, what I thought was going to be kind of the rest of my life and then I just realized I couldn't take like six weeks vacation for my job every year and yeah. just you know pay to live in a van for a month ouch um, so and then I was getting married at the time so I kind of had to push the band aside and just focus on work and yeah I mean it's still it's a big part of me and I still like I brought my guitar stuff here from Calgary uh-huh. my drums unfortunately are still back in Calgary because I can't fit them in my basement suite fair enough, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah it's still it's still a big part of me 
Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was your bed or your band uh, or your drum set. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 took the bed. I'll sleep on the drums, baby. I'll do it. Uh, so yeah, you mentioned you're from Calgary. I want to ask like. A lot of people move to Vancouver, or they yep. even when they're living in other places besides mm-hmm. Vancouver, Toronto, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba, whatever. They always think of Vancouver as like the little bit of a. It's a special place. Mm-hmm. Like it is. Oh, people in Vancouver, and and when people, I uh, I went to see Jim Gaffigan <laughs> last year. I saw his live show, and he said, uh, he's like everyone I meet here, they always like they always come up to you and talk to you about Vancouver. Like, it's nice here, isn't it? Like, it's pretty great. Yeah. Welcome to Vancouver, right, guys? So I wanted to get kind of a... I mean, you've lived here for a while now, but I want to get your kind of outsized perspective on, like, the whole culture here. Like, uh, Honestly, I was I was really cautious about even going to school here or in Toronto when I was prospecting schools, and I just hated the idea of city life. I, I loved Calgary for the fact that it has a really large... It's mostly residential. It's so spread out. Mm-hmm. It's just cookie-cutter houses everywhere with one <laughs> small downtown cool, core. It yeah, can be, yeah. but if you're not really in oil and gas or in like yeah. certain specific careers, it's just not the place to be. Okay, especially yeah. in my opinion, the film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have their few little niche things like Hell on Wheels and Blackstone yeah, and I was Fargo. About to say it's growing out there. Yeah, yeah. they're starting to, and I Slow. think they're starting to invest a lot more in Edmonton and Calgary and mm-hmm. the, oh, the film industry there. But yeah. it's been. Which is good slow. for us, uh, like in the West Coast in general. It's yeah, good for like more work. Western Canadians <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It can't hurt to have a place like right well, next door. I mean, you look at all the like shows and movies and everything. Just filming in Vancouver alone, not to mention BC, Alberta, yep. and the whole country. Well, like, like even Sydney, so much. Like the township of Langley, right? I mean, yeah, like that's like how this, far it's going. Right? It goes. Town, yeah. It goes like it goes all the way out to like Whistler, mm-hmm. and then it goes all the way out into the valley. Yeah. Right? Like it's they're filming the Revenant in northern BC and, and Alberta as well. Yeah, yeah. Alberta. It's got that. Yeah. It's got that kind of visual that striking visual that they were looking for in where's that supposed where's that supposed to take place Nebraska was it uh, it's like Midwest states or yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere around there yeah yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet I oh really, man I watch it man it. Oh, it's solid man I it's gotta it. watch that um, I did watch again the other day Children of Men you guys ever seen love that, that movie yeah. it's so fucking good so good if no, if no one's seen it check it out but there was another thing I watched which I, I was telling Tony I can only watch it like two two weeks in between so like I'll watch one episode and I have to wait two weeks because mm-hmm. Black Mirror oh, yeah. hits you like a ton of bricks oh I, I binged it every episode it messed me oh, up oh man it messed I, me up I've, I've watched the first season so three episodes plus the first season of first episode of season two I watched that yesterday just right. wait till season three I can't watch it more than like a week at a time because like it just I gotta makes, get makes on you want to throw man. every piece of technology in yeah, the garbage it makes you want to puke yep. like, especially this episode that I watched yesterday I'll kind of describe it uh, Jeff knows, but it's this episode about this this woman who I forget where she lives in the states, but somewhere in the states, and the whole society is connected with these smartphones and eyepieces, and you mm. rate people mm-hmm. yeah. like when you meet them, you can yeah. rate them out of five stars. So everyone you meet, you rate them. So like you go to the wow. coffee shop, you rate the the barista, you run into a friend at the. You rate them based on your interaction. If you're sh- if someone's shitty to you, you rate them one star. If you're shitty to them, they'll rate you one star. That's crazy. And, and it, it builds your social that's status. That's so crazy. Yeah. But like, it's it's absolutely. I mean, I haven't watched the show. You know, like I watched a little bit of like one episode. I want to watch it, but yeah. I mean, we kind of already do that though. Oh yeah. Right? I mean, oh, yeah. We, we're not exactly. doing it. We're doing it on social media, yeah. like on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. You know, tweeting, but also like even even if you look, I mean. At, at business reviews, right? Mm-hmm. What's like? What, what is it if we're like giving three stars to like a restaurant yeah. that has a person connected to it, right? It might be like a mom and pop shop, yeah, like and an owner. Like you don't kinda. like the fact that they didn't do something promptly for you, so you're going to give them a bad review. Yep. I mean, you're almost already there. Mm-hmm. You're not quite like judging them on a f- like physical physicality 
side yet, but yeah. you're almost there, yeah. right? That's why I think the show is so absurd because it's it's yeah. literally a stone's throw away from what we're already doing, and that's yeah. why it's so oh, scary man. because we, watch this, we have the technology to be doing all yeah. the stuff that's already there. So it's creepy. It's pretty Very. cool because it's also it's an anthology series, <laughs> so each episode's its own self-contained story. So yep. you don't feel like you have to watch all of them to get it. You can watch random episodes mm-hmm. if you yep. want, and it's still like it's its own self-contained story, and it's really like it's do you, watch, like, do you watch American Horror Story? Yeah, no, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. It. See, like they, it's an anthology, except like I guess it's the same kind of thing, except it's per season. Every season, oh, okay. they use the same yeah. actors and stuff, which yep. is really cool. Um, but every season is like a different concept. So, you know, they'll have, like, a 12-episode arc of, like, uh, a, like circus freaks yeah. and, like, that dynamic. And then they'll have, like, 12 episodes of, like, creepy hotels. Shit. Right? Yeah. It's really cool. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, like, season, really cool. season one's a haunted it. house. Season two's an uh, insane yeah. asylum in the 30s or the 40s. Season two, I, I love was, season like, two. the best. Okay. Season three was a uh, witch really covenant. Okay. Season four is a freak show. Season five's the hotel. Season yeah. six is a, season six is about uh, Roanoke. Roanoke, the yeah. It's Roanoke a place up in uh, Virginia. Yep. See, actually, when I was in L.A., I know a guy, a uh, uh, really talented actor, Ryan Rickard, and he, he comes from uh, Virginia, and he lives, like, a stone throw away from, like, where the whole Roanoke really? thing is, like, yeah. That's cool. It's, like, oh, famous shit. for, I don't know, it's, like, some weird... Like, kind of haunted, almost? Like Yeah, I don't even know, like, the whole story. It's, like, some, have, like you'd have to dig weird, occultic yeah. kind of... Mm backwater <laughs> yeah like satanic Creepy satanic cult stuff yeah that's <laughs> kind of freaky like I hadn't heard much about American Horror Story so maybe I'll check it out now oh you should Lady Gaga yeah, was in it recently she was, she really was, good. She was in season oh, really? 5 yeah, yeah. she was really she, good she won, a, won an award for it I think oh, yeah, yeah she's she cool well she's like a, she's an artist all around right mm-hmm. so she's actually sense. really solid she plays a vampire queen which is really yeah. good now yeah. I have to watch it yeah <laughs> no you have to like watch the first couple episodes like yeah it's really cool and the new season is all based around uh the most recent election and a cult being formed around that oh damn it's it's pretty crazy have you watched i haven't watched the new, yeah the new yeah it's uh, i'm staying up to date with the episodes it's pretty crazy yeah uh, even just the first episode you're like oh you guys you guys really want to touch on this this soon but yeah okay they're going for it <laughs> yeah um, do you talk about trump a lot on your show we uh <laughs> sometimes we do yeah are, are i you, mean he's <laughs> just so tremendous the guy's fantastic yeah <laughs> Yeah, we don't actually we don't go into too much. I haven't. I try to actively avoid news about him. Absolutely. Yeah, your hands started like trembling. <laughs> it's like I'm having Vietnam War flashbacks right now. No, no free press for the man. Yeah, I mean, no, he gets he wants enough. to suppress like freedom mm. of the press. It's like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's like one of those weird things where it's like even if you don't want to talk politics, just like just like how crazy that whole situation is down south. It like it just keeps being brought up in like yeah. normal conversation, it does. even amongst like people who are not political, exactly. you know, at all. Yep, it's you just, just always brought up. It. Yeah, and I felt like this is the first time in like my remembered history that this is the case. Yeah. Like somebody's bringing this guy up. Yeah. every single day. Like during the Obama administration, like I never. I didn't pay much attention. I'm a very political person. Like, yeah. a, you know. Well, the um, less you hear about them, the better, because it means they're not fucking shit up. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm surprised he's like he's made it. Where he's we're almost at a year for him now. Like yeah, we're getting man. there. It's like yeah. nine months he's been in office. Yeah. Like it's it's almost it's like a, a horrible dream that you can't wake up from. But I don't know. Do you think he makes it within? Do you think he makes it to the end of four? 
Maybe he's going to yeah. scrape to the end of four yeah. for sure. But he keeps saying like, <laughs> "Oh, the next seven years is going to be fantastic." I'm like, "What are you on, man? Like, I don't get it." Oh man, and the worst part is, there's like some little part of me that thinks it could happen. It could happen. It well, could it happened happen. the first time. Everybody misjudged it. It happened the Everybody. first time. Everybody, no one's like, "No, no, it'll never happen." Yeah. I was like, "Don't underestimate." The thing about it, it like everyone was so was so sure that Hillary would win. Oh my god, they were so sure, and then I was like, "Nope." I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, that's what happens when you, like, when the Democrats put up, like, a crab apple for a, yeah. for a candidate. Like, well, I, I mean, I was watching... Put somebody else on the stage, man. I feel like I was watching the... Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I was watching the CBC coverage coverage on election night in the U.S. Mm. Like, watching Peter Mansbridge slowly realize that Donald Trump is going to become oh. the president, you're like, I feel sorry for this guy, because he's got to, like, <laughs> be impartial and just, like, glaze his eyes. And, that's like, what I love about Peter Donald Mansbridge, Trump though. Trump is going to be the president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> what the fuck? Just dying inside. CBC now predicts this with 100 percent certainty. Yeah, with 100 percent certainty, and you just see him die, and he's like, oh. "That's why he retired." Do you watch the YouTube reactions the day after? No. Go on YouTube and watch reaction videos no, to the presidency, oh, the election. Some of these are depressing, man. People are breaking down in the middle well, of the street. Well, like I remember, like <laughs> they cut to Hillary's like headquarters, and there's people crying, and I was like, "Oh my god, like this yeah. is already bad." Like it's yeah. Just, Oh, wow. I mean, what the fuck? I didn't like, mean to bring this to, like, a political place. I was just so wondering, you know. Tony, what the fuck? I know, man. I really put a damper on this whole Wonder Boys. <laughs> I'm really... Or Wonder, Wonder Bread Boys. Boys. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, let's let's do something a little lighter. Uh, Tony, you brought, up, you, brought up, you brought up Star Wars earlier. So I love Star Wars. Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I fucking love Star Wars. We had I, I one of my brother's friends, uh, this girl who, who's occasionally listens to the podcast. She's like, all you guys talk about is, like, Star Wars and the video games. Yes, because they're awesome. I love Star Wars and I love video games. Yeah, love them both. Love them both. And like, I haven't talked about this yet on the podcast, but the new Star Wars trailer for The Last Jedi. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Guys, I'm crying inside because I haven't been able to talk to anybody about it. Okay, I've only watched it once. Did you watch the new trailer? Yes. I try try not to desensitize myself to it too much because I really like to just be surprised when I go in there. Yeah, I'm the same way. Okay, now there's there's obviously that bomb at the end of yeah where like trailer like you think. I don't think they're in the same scene together. Though. No. I think it's just clever I think editing. It's, yeah, I think it's one of those clever editing things where it's like that, you know, handing something to somebody completely different. Yeah, are we exactly. talking about the I can help you line? Yeah, where, yeah, where yeah, it yeah. looks like she's like appealing to Kylo Ren for help yeah. and he's offering help. And I'm like, that girl cut your face in half, bro. Like, yeah. what do you want? Well, I'm loving the new scar, by the way. Dude. It looks kind of cool. Menacing. It has a layer to him. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I listen to, I listen to a lot of these random Star Wars conspiracy theories on my mm-hmm. free time. Which just says something about my social life. <laughs> but some of these are great, man. Like I'm, I'm smart. God, but now I don't know what to believe, right? Because they got the whole Ray could turn evil, Kylo could become good. Yeah. Imagine that. He that would be a 180. Himself. And I actually really like that. Like, imagine if Kylo could be working for Luke the whole time. Like Snape. Mind blown. Like Snape and Harry like Potter. Like Snape and Dumbledore. Just happens to be like a, a double agent. Yeah. And then you got this, this old wrinkly Snoke guy. What's no, his like, deal? No I don't know. Who the fuck he is. That's yeah, you thing. don't know if he's a giant, if he's a small little toady yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, like, I love Force Awakens. I really, mm. like, a lot of people say it's, it's got its problems. Like, I agree. It's very similar to the first one, but they mm-hmm. had to do all this, like, to kind of re- regain people's trust. Like, the only thing I don't like about it is it raises so many questions that yeah. it does not answer. Yep. It's like, it it's really like, obviously, they know there's going to be sequels, yeah. but it's like, I would hope they'd make the movie more self contained. And like answer more of its own questions rather than yeah. wait for the sequel two years from now. Like, well, and here's the thing: I really hope 
that this movie answers a lot of those questions because the yeah. last thing I want is for the third and final act to, to still answer be, all them to still be playing catch up for a lot mm-hmm. of these answers exactly. I want like the resolutions to happen in yeah. the third movie right because yeah, yeah. that's the whole idea of a trilogy exactly and, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, what's it called there's just, you're right there's so much like who are Ray's parents what's up with that yeah like right. well, well yeah what the fuck how is she so powerful like all these questions like you're not sure what the fuck is going on do you like the new little character what's the it porg the porg is Dude, that I think like- it's cool I mean, obviously, it's made to sell toys, but like, I don't give a shit. I'll buy that fucking plushie if I have to. I oh, BB-8, that toy sold like crazy. Dude, Hasbro just wheeled it in. Like, so cool. BB-8 is cool. I almost bought the remote control one for like a hundred bucks because yeah. I was like, I am a slave to the consumer market. I have to buy this, um, but I didn't. Okay, guys, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But like, if we're like on the subject of like sequels and stuff, I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. How was it? I didn't ago. see it. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. If you guys have ever seen the first I one. I saw the original. Yeah. If you liked it. Oh, I very much like intend on watching this one. Yeah. This one's really good. And it, like, I want us to talk about it because that's a sequel that like doesn't necessarily need the first movie to be good. Okay. So it is a sequel, but like you do not need to like, really so watch it. So I was going to ask, I was gonna okay. ask that because like, I have a couple friends. I like watching movies with my friends, you know, um, who like. Wait, wait, wait. You have friends? Yeah. What's whoa, that whoa. like? Tell me. New headline. <laughs> oh my god! Breaking news: Tony has friends. You dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but they're like, oh, I never saw the original Blade Runner. I'm gonna be lost. Plus, it's it's Ryan Gosling, so yeah. no, he's a <laughs> Don't, dude. I, I gotta say this. I, I always thought like he was a, like a, rom- a rom-com actor. I thought he was like, oh, he's just that good-looking guy who's in movies. But he's actually fucking nailing it recently. I think he's I think, a good actor. I think man. Drive broke the mold for yeah. him yeah, on that. Exactly. He's good. It's like Drive, The Nice Guys, La La Land. Have you ever watched any of those movies? They're fucking stupendous. Like, oh, you like really La La Land, huh? You're I one did. of those guys. You're Team La La Land. Dude, I fucking love that movie. It is a good fucking movie. I'll be the first to admit I loved it. I, I don't even care. I don't even care. Musicals, bro. I got a half an hour in. I shut it off. Oh, yeah. I hated it. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. No, okay. I love Emma Stone. I love Gosling. It's one of those ridiculously like feel-good movies. It is. It's like, it's a love letter to like old musicals. I'm just, I'm so against musicals and I, I wanted to give it a shot because it was just okay. raved and when the first scene you know they're on the highway and it rolls up to, to oh, the girl in her window I was oh, like yeah. oh hey maybe this will be a fresh take on uh, a musical we're just gonna have one girl <laughs> singing in her car and then she breaks out of her car gets up on the hood and, and then what do you know the there. whole oh, no. 405 or it's whatever that freeway is is just dancing yeah, it's, like, it's okay. a little cheesy it is cheesy it's, it's a little cheesy but I mean yeah, I, I, I like how they <laughs> ended it though well you've never seen the ending no the ending was phenomenal no go ahead go ahead okay so basically uh, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone have this this love, and budding it's romance. Not a fair. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just romance. It's budding romance. But in the end, like they don't end up together. Uh, she ends up marrying some other guy, and he ends up just alone. Like he owns a this being bar a penis, being a penis, <laughs> uh, owning his uh, jazz bar. Like so he owns his bar. But he, like, he fulfilled he fulfilled actress. like p- yeah. one of his dreams. Yeah. Like that was one of his dreams she, to have like an authentic yeah. jazz bar. Right? Exactly, and she right. becomes a movie star. So they, yeah. they both like have this fulfillment. But in the end, you're like, oh wow, they both got this happiness they didn't want it. But then you still want them to be together. But you know, if they were together, yeah. they wouldn't be successful. See, that's one of the things. That's one of the messages that's of the movie, really though. It's like movie. sometimes to get what you want, you have to give up things that exactly. you also want. Like I right? felt like it was and really it's so, well. It's still fucking true, man. And they ended it. Yeah, like the way they ended it was fucking great. And like, have you seen Whiplash? Oh, I love Whiplash. Whiplash is phenomenal. Yeah, same director, same writer. Fucking awesome. Same thing. I loved Whiplash. Yeah. I'm honestly not even a huge Miles Teller fan, but I I like Whiplash. He killed it in that movie. He did. Yeah, he did he really did. well yeah. in that. I yeah. mean, I haven't liked some of his movies. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think like I don't know. 
He's like a for like a high actor. Yeah, I think for like a, a high intensity actor. actor, like he's really good. Like he's definitely like got that yeah. skill set. Um, yeah, but he gets cast in these like stupid what's comedies the name Ren, and action movies. Ran uh, counter to him in that movie. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yep. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable in that movie. He Dude. comes across as such a genuine like asshole yeah. mm-hmm. that I just wanted to smack him. Well, like you're even afraid of him, even though he's in the yeah. movie, and you're like, why am I afraid of this guy that's in a movie? Like, I know the guy's surprisingly happening? built for like a dude yeah. who's like sixty five. Just like oh, yeah. his he's intimidating. So, his presence is so yeah. intimidating. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I was scared of him ever since he played Jameson in Spider Man. Oh, that, was, that was always funny though. Yeah, yeah. He always had this comedy thing. There was like, get my pressure to Spider Man. <laughs> he still voices the character in the cartoons. Yeah. What yeah. cartoon? Like uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate, yeah. And oh, okay. a couple other ones, like movies. that Like he voices the... Yeah, you're, not gonna find, you're not going to find a better one for him. Do you guys watch like animated uh, superhero do stuff? I, I, actually I do. haven't in, in a long time. No, 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 no. You do, though? If you guys have ever seen like, like, DC? the Justice League one, oh, okay. it's really good. Is Which it? one? Yeah. Flashpoint? Uh... I'm yeah, going like we're starting to like we're starting to go really there. Yeah, your eyes lit up a little bit. There, like, <laughs> my Flashpoint? eyes lit up a little bit. I'm like, are we going there? Yeah, are we okay, going yeah. to like, like hardcore the comics? Movies, like Flashpoint and those, even like the older cartoons, like Justice League Unlimited from like yeah, the yeah, mid-2000s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, those are so good. good. Like, yeah, but the animated movies are so fucking good from DC, especially the Marvel movies. Like the animated ones aren't good. It's it's Live funny. It's funny that dichotomy, okay. man, because yeah. like Marvel, they get like live action movies down pat. Oh yeah, oh, fantastic. They've got that niche. DC is terrible. They're terrible. They are. I mean, Wonder Woman was okay. It was pretty good, yeah. I mean, actually, no, yeah. No, I'll, the first I'll go two as far as I thought it was pretty yeah. good. Till and I like the little twist at the end, but we won't spoil that. Um, but, like, as a general note, DC's awful. Like, yeah. like for, like, their... It's just how, how much CGI can we put in a movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, the Dark Knight series is good. Yeah. But, like, um, this, this whole Justice League thing has just been a fucking nightmare yeah. but their animated movies are fucking are incredible. so good yeah. like so especially their Batman stuff man yeah. like really good well they lean on Batman a lot because he's like the most popular character I mean, he's everyone loves Batman so this makes me bold the question one because he's my favorite director do you think that if somehow Nolan would have done a different DC character as well as Batman that it would have done just as well as Dark Knight Mm, no, I, think if, I don't know. He he produced Maybe. Man of Steel, um, didn't he? He was he like did. part of it. He yeah, did. but he didn't. Um, he, he was he, yeah. Huh? He wasn't director. But uh, you could see a little bit of the Nolan touch on Man of yeah, Steel. You could, and that's why I can watch. You that know movie. what, no man. <laughs> that's what really bothered me. Is like, I I, I loved I, know, I yeah. loved Man of Steel. I'll be the first. Like Great some movie. people didn't like it. I really I liked loved it. it. I loved slow, how they made like it. they made like Superman this like human character who had like yeah. genuine fears yeah. and like he was very like uh, an emotional kind of how do I control my power you know there's yeah. certain checks to what I can't do even though I'm this like huge powerful being yeah right so it's a very human story but then they took the same character and they threw <laughs> him into Batman versus Superman which was like a complete disaster. Yeah, a complete disaster. Yep. It I, can't, been, yeah. I can't do the Trump voice. You're better out of the man. Tremendous, fantastic. <laughs> a, a tremendous disaster. Yeah, but like, and that the feel of Batman versus Superman was so much different oh, than yeah. Man of Steel. It feel the same. That it was like I'm like, is this the tone? This is totally the off. only thing yeah. that's coming from Man of Steel is the same actors. That's it. It was. It was like the, it, you could see they were obviously just setting up for more movies that's all they wanted to do yeah and like they should have just done like a thing where like even though they didn't like it Batman and Superman have to team up yeah. you don't have to make them fight each other like oh, that's, I know I like, know whatever yep. we're getting we're, yep. we're, we're, we're getting we're getting too into it <sighs> heavy breathing no, no. Uh, um, I've lost my train of thought now well we've talked about Star Wars 
and uh, animated. Like, oh yeah. Like oh, I just watched the. Uh, you guys like David Fincher? Since we're on Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like Fight Club and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, He's yeah. done uh, Seven and. Oh yeah, yeah. He did. He just this series on Netflix uh, called Mindhunter. Oh, yeah, I've been watching it. Yeah, I yeah, just it's good. I just finished it. It's really good. I feel like I'm behind the ball, guys. I'm like, I'm like, like six or seven Netflix episodes things. in. You guys, yeah. you guys are all caught up to date on these like cutting edge shows. <laughs> I just don't have a job yet, Tony. Okay, okay. so like my, my free time goes between watching stuff, making <laughs> stuff. It. Hey, buddy, you know? that's what you got to do, though, man. That's like actually how. That's like one of the ways to learn. To watch good shit. Yeah. Right. I wait tables and I make a podcast. That's all I do. So I mean, <laughs> and you watch, watch Mindhunter. Is it good? So what's the, what's it the premise good. of the show? It's like it's kind of like how they first uh, start to analyze and like classify serial killers. Yeah. So it's like the beginning stages of the psychology behind. Oh, I'm like yeah, I heard killers. about the show in like the '60s before yeah. they were coined oh, serial killers. Okay. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, it's, it's it's a different cop show. It's not really a cop show. It's more like a drama. Yeah, it's a weird mix. It's, I can't really describe it, but it's good. Like, hmm. It's worth a watch. It, yeah, it's like a little bit of a mix between like I don't know, True Detective, Criminal Minds, and like CSI a little bit. It's yeah. a, it's I'm yeah. not sure where they're trying to like make most of the story stick. It okay. seems to be mostly around the psychology of the killers, pretty much. But then that ties into how they're solving current murders from okay. potential serial killers. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind and of it's a mixed bag, and the wow, pacing that sometimes sounds, yeah. that sounds a little yeah. yeah. The pacing sometimes is a little weird because you're like all of a sudden like things just accelerate out of nowhere, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, and it just slows down again. You're like, okay, what is going on? Mm. But um, yeah, I'd say overall it's a good. Show Netflix to original, watch. Yep. it is. Yep. These Netflix originals are out of control. They are pumping money just, into that machine. You know, great. Do you guys watch South Park? Uh, I I've had a falling off. Recently, no. Okay, so one of the most recent episodes, they like made a joke about Netflix. Uh, Cartman calls in to uh, like Netflix headquarters. They're like, "Hi, Netflix headquarters, you're greenlit." <laughs> and so, essentially, what they're saying is like, "They'll literally buy anything." <laughs> we'll buy right? we'll and he's like, "Hi, I want to like start a new show." She's like, "Okay, so you want like a six episode like 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 order right away, or like are we gonna do a pilot, or like what's the deal?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, a pilot." She's like, "Okay, we'll just uh, greenlight that for you right now, and uh, you're good to go." Holy shit! <laughs> well, I mean, that, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I mean, oh, it's so funny. It's There's funny. certainly a lot of Netflix originals I haven't watched. But it seems like uh, yeah. when they first started pumping them out, there wasn't like a bad one there. Yeah, like House I think of Cards. I think was a lot of bad yeah. ones. So that was the first one. Was, was it not? Yeah. Oh, House of Cards was, was the first one. I think first it was, Netflix I think it was original. The first one. The first yeah. Two, yeah, or close to the first and one. A damn good one at that. And, and it was just, good at it was first. Like, what? A streaming service is going to make their own show. It was yeah weird. With now, yeah, like Kevin Spacey and Robin Wright were like, how are you getting these names? Like, how is this possible? It's not weird at all now. Yeah, now it's so normal. Now Amazon's jumping on board. Amazon's good. I've got Amazon now. Yeah, you um, have Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, it's like like it I'm starting great. to, I'm starting to like kind of cut out your cable subscription. Cut out the, well, I, I don't, I don't have, you cable. have cable. I there you have go. Cable in years. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. rubbish. Worthless. It's way too expensive. I mean, for me though, I like sports, so that, yeah. that definitely yeah, okay. sucks. You get sucked into pub. the sports thing. Yeah. Stream, I stream it. Right? Oh, and there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can buy like an MLB or an NFL or an NHL package, like, and just stream everything now. So yeah, don't even need cable. I gotta tell you, it's a beautiful thing not caring about sports. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm, a, I'm part of a really small minority there. Really, yeah, to yeah, like yeah. not care about any sport. But you it's, like hockey, no? 
Like, uh, well, that was super Canadian. No, you like hockey? No, <laughs> yeah. I, that's kind of what I was going hey, for bud. there, bud. I like uh, <laughs> I like watching games live. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go yeah, to yeah, almost yeah, any yeah, sporting yeah, event yeah. live. Yeah. Um, Have you guys ever been to the uh, the rugby sevens here? No, so that's one game I've never cool, watched. Though. It's I've been two years in a row now. It's fucking incredible. Is it? You have yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like a must do because they're it's here like for, a, It's like a spin on rugby. It's a bit yes. different. Less though. players. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the time limit. It's only fourteen minutes, seven in each half. That's cool. Okay. Uh, so it's sweet. It's, it's like this. Really fast. It's only two days, and you're like what? There's like twelve games in a day. I don't know. It's a ton of games in a day. So it's just back to back to back to back to back games playing. Like they roll into each other so fast. You barely have time to think, and it's just so much fun. Everyone goes dressed up. Uh, it's a big party, basically. Cool. With rugby in the middle. Like, there's half That's so cool, a, man. A bunch of guys playing rugby when is it? When's it coming back? So you uh, April uh, every year. April. Every yeah, okay. year. I remember seeing the posters everywhere, but I didn't yeah. know it was, was that, uh, they, that big. Um, yeah, you, like, you, tickets are available now. You can book them. And, like, I would wow. recommend, like, it's fucking so much fun. Sure. Rugby culture is yeah. getting big here. Yeah. It's yeah. starting to get big in Canada. Uh, I've noticed that in the last, like, uh, five, six years. People, more and more people are getting into it. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're, like they're ho- they're hosting games with like international teams. Like Japan was playing Canada a couple months ago at BC Place, like and like full rugby matches. And it's like, yeah. you notice these guys are huge too, by the way. Without padding, like they're just like big, massive, natural. They're just huge yeah. dudes. Yep. You see them stand next to like Scary the water, big. the water guys, like the water <laughs> guys and girls, and they're like literally like half, half of the half person. Of- it's insane. Like, they could just pick them up and, like, crush their head in their hand. You could fit two of those. Yeah. Yeah. You just eat her, like, whole right now. <laughs> I mean, it's not an innuendo, guys. I'm sorry. It's Wonder Boys podcast. We're family friendly. <laughs> um, I, just, like, I guess we can uh, we start to wrap things up, but I want to kind of get you guys. Sure. I want to plug you guys a little bit. Yeah, yeah, go Jeff, for it. Jeff, I want to plug your film a little bit more. It's by default. Yep. Can I, can I give us some more details on what maybe when we can. Oh. I mean, you can. I'd say you can expect to to see it probably in summer 2018. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah. We're we're looking to shoot within within the next month to to start getting things rolling. It's just buttoning up the last few locations Very and cool. scheduling conflicts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're all. I don't know. We're really excited about it. And I know I'm in it, so I don't want this to be a conflict of interest. <laughs> but are we doing the films uh, the film festival circuit or what's going on? That's with that? the plan. Yeah. yeah. Whatever we can, whatever we're going to qualify for, we're going to try to try Excellent. to get in. So that's cool, man. Yeah, we'd like that's to. Super, that's we'd super like exciting. to reach this thing as far as possible. Oh well, yeah. So. It, well, Vancouver Film Fest is still going on right now, isn't it? It is. So I think your submissions have to be a few months in advance. Okay, so, so you guys will probably be done in time for that. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. I think we got to start submitting by June, so we might so, even have to be yeah. finished a little bit. Well, it'd be a lot of time spent in the editing bay. Oh yeah, for sure. So, oh Jesus, you know they say like editing is like half the battle, man. Yeah. That's the whole movie. I've, I've basically, I don't have to do it myself. I have yeah. to find someone who's competent in editing and yeah. then yeah, sit yeah. beside them for 20 hours a day and get them to do what I want. Ooh. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, if you can find a, an editor <laughs> who will... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it because that's yeah. when it'll come together. If you can find an editor who can like kind of mesh with you and, and still bring fresh ideas to the table but not get in your way, like that's the fucking dream right there. I, I might have someone lined up already. So I'm Perfect. Like, cool. Yeah. Awesome. good stuff and then, yeah Tony I don't know what to plug with you besides you're a cool guy oh, thanks cool man guy. yeah yeah no, I, I, I appreciate that you get the Wonder Boy <laughs> certified cool guy I get the, I get the cool guy thumbs, thumbs up. up what about two thumbs way up like an old VHS review right. dinner and a movie first Tony <laughs> get out of my ass <laughs> um, yeah I just, thanks again guys this is so much fun like, yeah, thanks for having us talking to people and you guys are cool guys you're cool so guys so is Tim so is Tim two thumbs way up I couldn't hold back. Ebert and Roper give it two yeah. thumbs away. Um, so thanks again. Tony <laughs> yeah. Damari, Jeff Bullock, you can see his film by default, summer 2018. I'm just going to 
I'll share everything. I'm going to follow you guys on Facebook. When you Beautiful. Cool. You yeah, we'll have to make a page. We're, we're behind on all the social media stuff. We'll start crowdfunding once happens, we get a trailer up. That's and, killer. Yeah, that's killer. Yeah, yeah. When it happens, I'm going to obviously I'm going to flood people's feeds with with shit. Oh, like, I'd love it. Watch this fucking movie. Because um, <laughs> we're yeah. I mean, most of the you know me me the people the creative team is not making a dime off of this movie. Yeah. It is completely passion. It's so. a passion project, and people love that's it. awesome. Yeah, people like this Wonder Boys thing poured so much money into it I get nothing out of it <laughs> hey, but man. I love talking to people so. absolutely give it time bro okay <laughs> I'm trying to get people to sponsor us so today I'm going to get Blends Coffee we were drinking this yeah Blends show. come on guys please sponsor uh, us shout out tank. to Blends uh, they make one hell of an American pre-game coffee yes. and a caramel macchiato because sometimes I like a little a little sweetness it's my favorite drink yeah the caramel macchiato they're great dude they're so fucking tasty you it's know how like, it's you it's get a girly drink, drink at the bar and you're like I don't give a shit. This is fucking tasty as hell. Vodka cran? Yeah. Uh, why not, right? I am a tasty bitch. Spice I'm going to have a, a tasty bit. drink. Okay. Um, drink margarita. Like a day. margarita, yeah. <laughs> Mango margarita, please. Double. Oh, oh my God. Sex on the beach. Fuzzy navel. I would like. <laughs> Can I have sex on the beach. Um, sex on the beach. Oh, yes. You guys are speaking to me right now. Mm-hmm. Levels that you can't understand. Well, anyways, thanks again, guys. Jeff, Tony. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon, hopefully. You bet. Anytime. Mm-hmm.